Hello everyone, welcome to the Serpent Cast. I'm Annabelle Gatt. I'm Sophie St. Thomas. And what a week it's been. Sophie, how have you been this week? Oh god. Well, let I am a like 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 pretty much anyone, um, especially survivors, the do you say his last name? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. I'm just like, you know, I was, as a, a, a sex writer, that includes reporting on the political aspects of, I mean, rape is not sex, but sexual health, sexual wellness, I was reporting on it. I was really into the activism. I also was traveling this week, both for work and pleasure. And at one point, I admit, I got into this, like, nihilistic kind of place where I just I mean that both in a good way and a bad way because I don't want to downplay the importance of like speaking out and amplifying just feel like I have been fighting this fight as a woman and a survivor my entire fucking life and we've all been living in this political hell I mean, if we want to go back, like I was thinking back at the Anita Hill hearings, like forever, but it seems especially amplified, you know, since grabbing by the pussy, which is before Trump was even president. And I, I hope this doesn't come off wrong, but you know, I was staying in Venice with a friend who I care about really deeply. And as a New Yorker being out in the sunshine and around these beautiful canals and palm trees and beaches and legal weed and my friend is an artist and there was like art and dogs and I looked around things were like really beautiful and I got to the point where I was just like I don't want to fucking look at this Mm -hmm. like I am just gonna I just for like I feel like I have been spent I've spent so much of my life yelling about this and trying to teach men and reporting on this and I don't have no plans on stopping but I was like I just want to try to enjoy a goddamn day Good for you. But then I, you know, you can't, the truth is that you can't escape reality even on the days you get to be in the sunshine around tree trees and friends and, and, and dogs. And I went on Twitter and I, I started watching the hearings. I mean, you can, I don't think all Americans, but especially sexual assault survivors, I don't know how you can turn your head head from that and I you know I was on I watched like 10 minutes and I went up to my friend who's a cishet male and is an ally and a good person but with all due respect and he's he's done he's done a good job as it comes to men speaking out against it but I just you know I know he's he's never there's just a level of understanding that he couldn't process and I was just like I have to take a walk like I just like I just like couldn't breathe. I just had to take a take a walk and then I couldn't breathe and then I couldn't walk and then I couldn't breathe. So then I just went back home to my friends and like sat by the dog. This week fucking at least for me I felt like it was a tipping point. I don't know exactly how or why because we've seen so much of this. But holy fuck. Yeah. It's been a really difficult week for me. It's really difficult to just, to really sit for a long time in that space of, like, many people really just don't care about this. They really 
I spent a lot of time dissociating from that fact in order yeah. to like live my life day to day. But and even even then, it's not like I can dissociate for that long. I mean, on a daily basis, I'm upset about this. No, but me I'm, too. But, and we don't even. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't think we even realize like the emotional toll it takes. It takes a huge emotional toll every and single. Most days I can, like, you know, do my work and, like, put it out of my mind. But for the last few days, like, I can't put it out of my mind to focus on work or to focus on having fun because it's just been all all consuming. So for um, the last few hours today before you and I recorded, I was just like, I'm not going to read anything about this or immerse myself in it because it's just going to, like, it's, I don't think it's helping me at this point at all. That's how I felt when I was in in L.A. I was just like, I... You know, I've been reporting on it. Like, that is my job. So there's a degree of being unable to separate myself. I and, and I and I like my job. I care about survivors' rights. Or, goddamn, just, I like, I feel like now I, we're all just fight. Like, and we can, I know we have a story we want to share with our listeners. But the feeling I kept coming back to watching these hearings to like really simplify it is I feel like I mean there's survivors who are men who are non-binary the trans black trans women have the highest percentage of any population but women to use that as a blanket term and forgive me if I'm exhausted and jet lagged and speaking in gendered language but I feel like women at least this is how I felt this week I just got to a degree where I felt like I realized I was like I am just tired I am fighting to be viewed as a human being yeah like by our government by whether they know it or not like former partners even the good ones by the man at the convenience store but especially I don't think we realize. I was tweeting about like our elected leaders. You know, like I, I like, I was like, wait, they're supposed to be role models, aren't they? <laughs> Not like screaming rapists. Like, yeah. but we've gotten so desensitized to this, and having your body used without your consent by someone who does seemingly due to their show of lack of empathy and remorse, they don't view you as human. And then to build up the strength to testify, whether it's confiding in a friend or God bless these women in front of this panel and the entire world only to be dismissed and discarded. Like our government is the psychological toll it takes to be treated as less than a person is just yeah yeah I I know I started talking about palm trees but now that I'm like really unpacking it yeah this week fucking kicked my ass yeah I really want to give a shout out not just to everyone if you know everyone in the world but especially the people who work in newsrooms this last week who you know I'm really lucky that I get to work from home even though I work in media a lot of people are in newsrooms and have to report about this and the tv's on yeah like you have to have the Twitter up, yeah. And there's there's no checking out, there's no puppy dog to no. kiss, and like, if you're one of, it's just, if you, if you were one of those people who was stuck in a situation where for, you know, 10 hours straight, 
you were 11 hours, 12 hours straight in a situation in a newsroom where you had to deal with this, like, Sophie and I are, like, sending you all of our love and, like, all of our good or energy. <laughs> if you're a woman who works in a male-dominated industry, maybe, like, the food service industry or some area where perhaps your coworkers aren't on the right side of this, and you had to, like... Yes, and we love you, too. And we love and you, too. we're thinking of you. We're thinking of all people. Now I'm getting, now I'm just rambling, but some women like have to put on a straight face just so they don't get fired and lose their ability to pay their rent. Some women have to put on a straight face so that they just like can survive, survive. And and of course, again, we're speaking in super gendered terms, but it's just, we love you. We we love all of you. And it's not just women. It's, 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 it's gay cis men who also have to face this constantly. It's trans people. Like it's. Gender it's basically if you're if you're not white and a dude and like coming off as like super straight i got into yale law school who got I into yale, yale law school, school. I, do, I like um, beer. um normally when we talk about someone on this show we talk about their hogwarts house and their sign and unfortunately for kavanaugh he never received a letter from hogwarts muggle yes he never received a letter from hogwarts um but he does have a zodiac sign because everyone has one and it's important to remember that all zodiac signs contains all sorts of people good and bad like mm-hmm. it's we can't be like oh this person oh we can't say oh trump is a gemini so all gemini's are bad like that's not how it works every person's an individual and every person can choose to be the either you know higher version of the sign or the lower version of the sign and kavanaugh is sophie do you know he's an aquarius and to follow up the good and bad oprah is an aquarius yeah many wonderful aquariuses but continue i'll let the astrologer take over the point the destiny in every aquarius's life is to change the world and oprah surely has changed the world and kavanaugh in his own way is i do think that this is going to change the world i don't know if it's going to change the world for better i don't know if it's going to change it for worse but i do know that this week i think is the first time in my entire life that i've been like a like not like a like not like a my, my, my first time in my like conscious adult life this is the first time anyone has been talking about sexual assault this much in, yeah. you know outside of people who this affects you know like i have hardly heard from any cis heterosexual men but i've but i've heard from 3 which is a lot more than I ever had in my life before. In my life I, before, so to have three men reach out to me asking, like, "How are you doing? Are you okay?" I would like to apologize for like any. Um, one person reached out to me and said that he could see that one of our mutual friends was behaving really abusively, but he didn't know how to like step in and change things. Mm-hmm. And he sent me a text to apologize about that. And I wrote back to him, and I was like, you know. Thank you for saying that. And, like, also, when this happened, like, we were kids, we were teenagers, and I can I can have empathy that no one is going to always know what the right thing is going to be to do at that time. Yeah. And, like, I'm – and it's – in his text, it sounded to me like he really thought he hadn't done anything, but I remember that he actually went home with me on the subway that night, and I don't think he explicitly said it was to make sure I was okay, but, like, we were all friends, and, like, yeah. we're all watching out for each other. Yeah. I remember him being there for me. But he reached out to make sure I was okay. Of course he did because he's, like, a kind person who thinks about that kind of thing. Um, but I ha- I've hardly heard from anyone, but I have heard from more people than usual, which is sad that it's only that little. I did, too, actually. So, it was only a couple, but 
you know who you are, and I did yeah. appreciate it. So Kavanaugh has changed my world in that regard. I've heard some interesting stories from people, and it's nice to hear from some men are talking about this, but hardly enough of them are talking about it. I've deleted nearly every man I follow on Instagram because none of them were talking about what's happening. And at, at this point in my life, if you're not talking about these things, I have no interest in, like, your stupid and selfie. And we need... Men, we need you. Yes. Like, okay, yes, fuck you, the 53% of white women who voted for Trump. 100% fuck you. But I tweeted, like, they, I tweeted, honestly, I think it was, like, survivors, what do we do, do today? Because I don't fucking know. Because that's how I felt. I was like, how do they just voted him in? This is before the FBI investigation which I'm going to be honest, I'm so pessimistic at this point. I don't, I just, I just felt so hopeless and so unheard. I didn't know what to do. And I just, you know, like fart out a tweet, like certain like survivors, what are you doing today? And some of my male followers started tweeting back at me. Um, based on their responses, I'm going to go ahead and say that they don't even follow politics enough to know about the 53% of white women, I mean, I mean, they might know, but they were like, well, it's obviously time that, like, women who still condone, who, who still don't speak up against this behavior, you know, change their mindset. It's time that women really band together, you know, to make a stand, and, like, anyone who voted for Trump, and I just was like, seriously? Like, on a good day that this wasn't happening? Yes, if you're a woman and you're voting for Trump, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, but like that these men, you need to take action. You need to change the way you're voting. You need to change the way you're treating women. You need to stop raping people. If you have friends who are raping people or who have sexually harassed, you need to talk to them and you need to approach the women who they have hurt on their behalf. Like, men need to take that I put this out in the universe, like, survivors, what do we do today? And the men just reflected it back on, like, well, women need to change a political landscape. It's like, yeah, we've been trying, but the patriarchy is still in control. Like, men need to take some fucking action. And I'm so tired of women being the ones who are raped and then humiliated and then asked to fix it all, all over again, like, you're we're your mommies. We're not your mommies. Like, <laughs> um, there's a lot happening astrologically this week. Should I tell my story before we get into that? Or should, do you want to talk about the astro stuff first? I'm going to mention one astro thing. Okay. Cause something, I did have a kind of beautiful experience you did. yesterday. And I want you to share it cause it's, it's about men stepping up. Yeah. And you know, again, we're we're speaking in really gendered terms in this episode, and I hope that everyone at home will forgive us. It's just been like a trying time, and we're kind of just. I didn't sleep. Speaking well last about night. our I woke experiences, up in a panic, to be honest with you. Um. So, Mars is one of the planets that we look at as being about like the masculine, quote unquote, whatever that means, right? Mars is a planet of action. If you look at the symbol for Mars, it's that circle with mm-hmm. an arrow pointing up. It's like a Men erect. Are from Mars, what are from Venus? Yes, yeah. you know, it's the planet of penetration. So Mars last week conjoined the south node, which is the sector of the zodiac, which is basically a giant giant toilet. So <laughs> the south node just flushes things away. Uh-huh. And Mars met the south node. 
So I think a lot of toxic masculinity has been flushed this week. But because it's being flushed, it's coming to the surface and it's we're all having to deal with it. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's going to be no toxic masculinity flushed away. But I do hope that in the grand scheme of things, this combination of planetary energy will mean that there is some negative masculinity stuff finally being processed and purged and it's coming to the surface and it's horrible and it's terrible um, and hopefully it can come and change something and we'll be able to finally let go of some bad behavior or at least have things move in the right positive forward motion. Um, tell me about what happened to you this weekend, Sophie. Okay, so yesterday my friend Sam threw a party or just to get together and it was literally they were like we're all dying after this week come over there'll be food there'll be wine there'll be emo music we'll all hang out and I brought my friend Alish with me and we met up and I was like I should bring Sam something what should we get them and I was like you can't go wrong with flowers and so we stopped in a hardware store and Alish is is a male passing but non-binary person who uses they them pronouns and I pick out a plant for Sam it's just a pretty orange flowering plant and we go up to the register to buy it I'm gonna assume it was a yeah I'm just gonna go ahead and assume the gender of the two men working there There there's two older white men working at a hardware store and they just assumed you know that me and Alice were a couple and we're fucking, I think, because, and it's not funny, but I, you know, as a woman, you get comments like this every day. At the time, I didn't even think it was that big of a deal to like, we step out of the store, but I bought the flowers and then the hardware store dude turned to Alice and was like, I forget exactly what he said, but he was basically like, oh, she has, like, sexy hair. You know, he, like, complimented my hair, but didn't speak to me, turned to Alish to be like, you know, like, thumbs up, bro. Like, and then we were, like, halfway out the door and just, like, kept walking. And we get there, we had a good time, but we started talking about it and, like, how... It was kind of fucked up. One, back to my point of being treated like a person, this person didn't decide to kindly compliment my hair, which there was absolutely no need to do. This could have been a simple flower money transition. Like, there's no need to compliment or talk about my looks. He certainly didn't make an effort to... Alish, who's a very good-looking good looking human, like, he didn't, like, point that the fuck out, you know? Like, there was no need to comment on my hair, but he didn't even speak to me. He turned to Alish, who he assumed got to fuck the girl with, like, the messy red hair. And we were like, that was pretty fucked up. We hung out at the party for a while, and then Alish was like, we should go back. Um, They're a Libra, so balance, you know, justice. I was kind of like, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm jet-lagged. I don't even have the effort for this right now. But Alish went back, and so I came with them. And I was terrified and convinced that sorry major tomcat my beautiful beautiful kitty is crawling over us he wants to join the podcast hi tomcat to be honest these were like two two kind of like old school brooklyn looking white dudes i assumed they would be like 
what the fuck you can't compliment a girl on her hair like like it's just a compliment you know and we like we were about to like <laughs> get, get into a fight get yeah. into a fight and so we go up to the counter and there was two of two men working there the one who said it and the four of us just stood there kind of looking at each other for a second and then finally I was like hey I bought flowers from you earlier do you remember me and they were like oh yeah and then Alice stepped in and was like you know you said something about her hair but you spoke to me and then I started speaking hi Tomcat can you oh, I think you can hear the purring in the And I was getting emotional, but I was just like, I looked at this hardware store salesman and I was like, okay, so I'm sorry, I'll backtrack. Wait, let's backtrack a little bit. So you you and Alice are at the counter. There are these two older white men there. You come up to the counter and you're like, hey, did, you know, I bought a flower earlier. Was it one of you who commented on my hair? Yes. And then how did they respond? Alice started to explain why that was wrong. That was unnecessary and insulting and misogynist. And the hardware store guy started, like, like tearing up a little bit and looked at Alice and was like, I'm sorry. And then looked at me and said, I wanted to compliment your hair. And he was like, but I assume you two are together. And I was like, we're good friends. And Alice was like, it doesn't matter. Like, and then... The hardware store guy was like, but I didn't want to look like I was coming on to you, so I said something to them. And yeah, finally, he did it out of respect to Alish. Yes. Because to them, being respectful to the woman means being respectful to the man and not actually to her. And then I and stepped it's so in. fucked up and wrong and stupid. This story gets, there's much, let me keep going. Yeah. This. Okay. So then I step in, and I'm an emotional person, and I looked this guy in the eye, and Alice was like, you're apologizing to me. Like, apologize to her. And I go, I am a person. <laughs> you can speak directly to me about my hair, which is fabulous. However, there is no need to comment on my appearance. And then the guy, he was like genuinely fucking sorry. That's great. He should be. Any normal person would be. I understand that we've, that, like, all of us have been conditioned in this patriarchal, um, racist society that we live in, and, and people are certainly going to make mistakes, and anyone who's decent is going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm really sorry, and they'll learn something from it. And then it. he told me, he was like, I'm, I'm sorry, do you want a free plant? And at first, I was just, you know, I'm, like, panicking, like, and I'm like, I just want to get the fuck out of here, but then I thought, I was like, yeah yeah I want a free plant so I walked back to the greenhouse I picked out a beautiful succulent and then as me and Alice were walking back from like the greenhouse towards the register the guy's friend the co-worker came up to us and he stopped us and he said I'm sorry for what my friend said I know it's wrong to comment on a comment like that on a woman's appearance and I just want to say I think it's really important and I really respect that you guys came back here and said something given the week we've had and then we were like thank you we appreciate that and then when we walked out the door the two men were hugging one another and the friend was patting the guy who said something on the back that's beautiful as the guy was like tearing up and 
I don't know. I feel like maybe they learned something. I think they did. And I think that's a very Mars conjunct South Node story. You know, some of that toxic masculinity was able to be flushed out and they were able to be fucking human and hug each other and express emotion and learn something instead of having to play this like stupid role that doesn't help anyone. So, you know, Brett (laughs) very well is going to be our supreme court justice for the rest of all of our lifetimes. And that is going to affect us in ways that I have a hard time speaking about, but on a minute level, even if it's just taking place in the hardware stores of Brooklyn and around the country, I'm glad that these conversations are taking place. I am too. I don't fully understand what's happening with the FBI investigation right now. Do you understand it, Sophie? I I don't know if you've looked at the news today. No, I have, and I apologize because I feel now that I'm on a podcast and I should be well-educated, but I am going to... About halfway through this week when I had filed all my articles on this subject, I went ahead and was like, permission granted to check out... Um, They voted. He was elected in. So technically he was confirmed. But now they're doing an FBI investigation into all of the women's stories, which hopefully in an ideal world would result in them finding whatever the fuck this government considers reason not to appoint him or... Um, I believe Trump stepped in and tried to limit the scope of the investigation, and thankfully, Trump hasn't been too kind to the FBI lately, and I think the FBI right now kind of hates Trump, and so they were like, nah, dude, we're looking into all three of these women's stories, and that's going on for a week. A week isn't a very long time for such an investigation, but... We'll see what happens. happens. So this episode comes out on Tuesday. So probably by the time this episode comes out, there's going to be so much more news that, totally, you know, that this, you know, (laughs) this little conversation we're having is going to be obsolete probably by Tuesday. And one of the things that's worth mentioning, I talked about this a little bit in my astrology podcast, which um, is Annabelle Gatt's astrology show that came out on Sunday. And I have to tell you all, I was so depressed when I recorded that episode and normally when I record an episode I have an outline that I read off of and I don't it's not like a script so I have like an outline I I make sure I hit all the points and I kind of like you know do like a freestyle you know I have like point one point two but I'll kind of freestyle in between yesterday I was so depressed and I was I realized I kept on saying to myself all right I'll write the outline and then I'll record and I just wasn't writing the outline so I was like okay at this point I'm using the outline as an excuse to procrastinate so I'm just gonna wing it without an outline and I just talked Mm -hmm. and I don't think the episode is bad per se but there were so many things I forgot to say because I was really just sitting there do you want to say any of them now um, I think I pretty much said everything, yeah. um, but one of the things I forgot to mention, which is just the most obvious, is that Pluto, which is stationing today, Sunday, and is going is turning direct, so meaning Pluto has ended its retrograde, Pluto is the planet of all things that happens, like, behind the scenes and, like, mysteries and things that are underground, but it's also the planet of rape. So the fact that we're dealing with this hearing this week when Pluto has ended its retrograde and Pluto is the planet of power 
It is also the planet of secrets and the planet of rape. I mean, this is just kind of astrology. You can't make it up. You know, this is going to be a really, really potent week for changing things around these themes. And on Tuesday, when this episode comes out, Mercury, the planet of communication, is going to be squaring off with Pluto, the planet of secrets, the planet of rape. And so much information is is going to come to light. Like, Mercury, whenever we have a square, we know that action is taking place and Mercury is all about talking, right? So if we're taking action around communication, square with Mercury, and it's to Pluto and it's about these hidden things, so much is going to come to the surface. People have been holding on to secrets, won't be able to hold on to them anymore. So this isn't just something to think about in the political sphere, but it's also something to really think about in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. The secrets we've been holding on to about so-and-so, like we're just not going to be able to hold it in anymore. And, um, you know, go ahead and listen to my podcast. It is not the best podcast episode I've ever done, but I still think it's pretty good. I wish I like when you go out, I think. Thanks. I do, too. I mean, obviously, I'm being critical because it's me and it's my show. And I hate publishing something and then being like, oh, I forgot to say something. But you know what? I'm at this point in my life. I'm not trying to be perfect anymore. Like I'm I make so much content. Not all of it's going to be a plus. Some of it's just going to be an A. But maybe that A is okay, you know? Yeah. Like, not everyone needs or wants to consume perfectionist content all the time. I think there's beautiful and human error. I think if, like, you care about what I have to say, you might want to listen to an episode where I'm really depressed and just see what that's like, and that is yesterday's episode. That was me this whole summer. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, it's honest, it's real, it's raw, it's me, it's how I was feeling. I was just talking, and um, I did my best to, like, make it sound like this is a podcast where you can learn something about astrology, but it was just sort of like, whatever. So here we are. And now I'm recording with you, and it's a lot easier to record a podcast with a friend, so I'm so glad that you're here. And yeah, Pluto Station, but the other thing we have happening this week is Venus Retrograde is going to begin on October 5th. Venus is going to be retrograde in Scorpio. Oh, damn, that's my son. I mean, what what's a word that comes to mind when you think of Scorpio? Sex, rebirth. Rebirth, sex, revenge. Oh, God, I need some of that. No. And, you know, no. Venus, again, if we're not... Uh, against I'm being super gendered but astrology sometimes is if we're thinking about it that way you know Venus is that feminine you know, planet let's talk about that really quick because I think it's okay to talk about male and female with as long as our listeners know that we're c- coming at that from the understanding that all of us contain both masculine and feminine qualities regardless of our pronouns or genitals Totally. I think that gender as a metaphysical construct is essential. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, completely reasonable that we don't conflate that with a a human person's gender. Exactly. Or or box, try to box one. Yeah. Yeah. But where there is a problem with astrology is that it's a common occurrence in the astrological community where people will just kind of wholesale be like, well, Mars is the planet of men. So if you're a man and you have Mars in your chart, then it means this. But if you're gay, then it means this. And I think, and so it's that sort of thing that I'm like, kind of like, no. So, um, for example, with this Venus retrograde coming up, many astrologers say like, oh, this is just more important for women. No, it's not. It's important for everyone. But if we're going to think about like femininity and about women's issues and Venus in general as an archetype is tied to those things, it's going to be retrograde in Scorpio. It's Scorpio is like 
keeping a fucking list of all the shit that's gone on. So with yes, Venus retrograde, it's like, true. all right, let's review what you haven't been, what you haven't taken responsibility for yet. Mm. You know, and there's, there's a very complicated thing that happens with Venus and Scorpio because Venus doesn't like being in Scorpio. Why not? Because Venus wants to wear pearls and be frilly and be, you know, like all about being gentle and Scorpio yeah. doesn't want to do that. No. Scorpio's wearing stilettos. No. Scorpio wants to spank you. I actually have a rule that my jewelry must double as a weapon. So. There, yeah. That is very Scorpio. So <laughs> Venus and Scorpio is, like, not an ideal placement for Venus. And the other thing is that Venus can be a little shallow. Scorpio's not shallow. Scorpio is the deepest depths. I'm not shallow, but I can be vain. That's okay. You yeah. have a Leo rising. Yeah. So that's a different thing. But, like, so Venus and Scorpio is, like, you know, all of a sudden this, like, light frilly energy gets just like totally boiled in this like hot like Scorpio realm so Venus retrograde in Scorpio it's all business we're fucking taking care of shit and we're people need to be held accountable during this time well well I'm trying to think is there like any like bright yes there is so Trauma Queen is a podcast miniseries hosted by Jemena Kia Eborn, queer media consultant, comprehensive sex educator, and sex sexual assault, assault and trauma expert. And Jemena Kia will host conversations with survivors, therapists, partners, educators, and experts. The goal of Trauma Queen is to normalize talking about assault and healing for all of us. Providing a free resource, each episode will highlight active and pro- productive steps forward for ally for survivors and allies. Answering the ultimate question: How can we collectively continue to heal so definitely check out that, that podcast exactly like what we all need yes. right now thank you jim so www.traumaqueen.love which i think is i like that dot love so definitely check that out i think that's going to be helpful for everyone and um i think and oh and if you haven't read your horoscope for october you should head over to broadly because my monthly horoscopes are up and I'm going to be talking more about this on, by the time this episode airs, it'll be posted on my Sunday worship with Sophie St. Thomas, but one, much love to Alish Cott. Thank you for standing up for me at the hardware store. Oh my God, can you hear mom? My cat screaming. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my cat, one of my cats is howling, which means she's hunting my stuffed animals. Alice is beautiful and obviously queer as fucking non-binary, but male presenting. If you are, if if you're if you're if you're a dude who like hasn't stood up for your friend at a hardware store this week or so much as like sent a text, maybe you should do that to yeah. a woman in your life. Yeah, please. If you're, please just no matter who you are, please get in touch with your people and be like how are you we we need everyone this isn't just a women's issue this is a human rights issue and just fucking check on people you love if you think you've hurt someone like and you're like oh my god but what if they screenshot it or yell at me like imagine how every woman feels when she enters a hardware store to buy flowers or tweets hey stop raping us and is like, 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 you, like, grow some balls and, and take the risk to see how the women in your life or maybe the women in your life who at some point, I'm not saying you raped them, maybe you just didn't treat them with respect that now with maturity you've gained. Or maybe you've seen them be catcalled by mutual friend, friends of yours, or, or maybe you have friends of your own who catcall women when you spend time with them, or maybe you've, you've... You have a friend who dated a mutual friend who is actually very abusive. 
you there are plenty of things you can say whether or not you did anything where you can just say i i saw that and i didn't know how to deal with it at the time and i want to check in now and see if there's anything i can do and tell you i care about you yeah and if you don't know what to say just say hey this week has been hell care about you how are you doing yep All right, this is The Serpent Cast. We love you all so much. You can check us out at www.theserpentcast.com and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Serpent Cast. You can support us on Patreon um, at patreon.com slash The Serpent Cast. You can follow Sophie St. Thomas. Oh my God, my cat. Mama Cat is recording something. What is she doing? Oh, it's still recording. Okay, cool. Um, You can follow Sophie St. Thomas. At The Bowie Cat on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow me, Annabelle Gatt, at, at Annabelle Gatt underscore on Twitter, and at Annabelle Gatt on Instagram. Also, I'm considering an orange Stiggy Sardis mullet. If you really think that's a bad look, or you think I should go for it, like, hit up my DMs. All right, we love you. Bye. Have a great week. Bye.